Hey there, Love Food listener, Julie Duffy Dillon here, and welcome to episode 201 of the Love Food Podcast. This is a special bonus episode, also referred to as the After the Letters Project. And today's subject is PCOS and diets, or dieting, or whatever you want to call it. I want to spend some time, maybe just the next five minutes, discussing why dieting hurts PCOS. And there are a number of reasons, so let's get started. First and foremost, dieting hurts PCOS because of what researchers have found, actually quite recently, is that people with PCOS are in a chronic pro-inflammatory state. So that word inflammation is kind of tricky because it is very trendy right now. Super trendy to the point that I think it gets misunderstood and um, taken advantage of. But inflammation is this really normal process that our body goes through along with oxidation. This oxidation inflammation loop is how we are able to eat and breathe and how our body deals with like the like stuff we don't need from that, from breathing and eating to get rid of it. It's this process of breathing in air and the byproducts kind of rust the body and, the, and our body goes through the process of, of inflammation to heal the rust. And when we eat food, honestly, any and every food, Every food is inflammatory. Yes, that's a newsflash because I think a lot of people that are influencers on Instagram and lots of other places like to say, well, cut out this food because it's not inflammatory or these foods are so so inflammatory. So don't eat those, but these are not. But here is the truth. Every food we eat promotes some type of inflammation. It's okay. It's a normal thing. And our body is meant to deal with that. Like it's just part of how we are alive. And it's pretty cool. But when we eat any food, our body breaks it down, uses the parts we need, and then gets rid of the rest. And by getting rid of the rest, what it does is it kind of adds a little layer of rust in our body. And that's where the body's inflammatory response comes in, smooths over the rust, fills any holes. In particular, it uses a type of omega-3 called DHA. I'm not even going to try and pronounce the name DHA. I know some of you listening are like saying it right now and are like, duh. <laughs> but um, anyway, so our body in particular uses DHA and other things to help smooth it out. So what I was saying earlier about researchers are connecting that people with PCOS are in a chronic pro-inflammatory state. What that means is that Again, all of us are equipped to go through this oxidation, inflammation kind of cycle. And sometimes our bodies have more byproducts and having to get rid of more things and work harder. And when I say work harder, I know that phrase for you listener who has PCOS, you are having to work really hard. You probably are really tired very tired, much more fatigued than I am since I don't have PCOS. And there's probably no way I can really understand how tired you are. And what researchers are finding is because of the hormonal dysregulation that happens with PCOS, the body has more byproducts to get rid of. There's more rust. There's just more rust in there. And so the body has to you pull out more DHA and 
smooth over those rust spots and smooth over those holes. And so it's just having to work harder. You just have to work harder. And, you know, when you've experienced PCOS your whole life, it's all you know. And it's, I'm sorry to say that I don't understand how tired you really are. You've just gotten used to it, I bet. But anyway, so you already are in this place of having to work harder. Here's the thing that's the kicker with dieting. No matter what kind of dieting, basically anything that a person does to intentionally eat less. It could be cutting calories or carbs or sugar or just eating clean, lifestyle changes, exercising more, any of those things. That experience initially seems to help inflammation. Yes, it does. Initially, for the first six weeks, it seems to really help inflammation. That's why um, I think research is finding that initially dieting seems to help egg quality with PCOS and um, helps with insulin levels and again, uh, inflammatory markers like cortisol and C-reactive protein. But we live longer than the average housefly, right? (laughs) I think they actually live even less time than six weeks. But we live longer than six weeks. And so we need research that looks farther out. Long-term PCOS research, as I've stated before, oftentimes just goes 12 weeks. We also live longer than 12 weeks. So we need to look further out. We don't have long-term PCOS research that looks more than a year out. So we have to lean on diet research that looks for at the general population. And I am getting to the kicker eventually. <laughs> and here it is. What researchers have found is that people who experience long-term dieting have an experience of this chronic pro-inflammatory state as well. In particular, what researchers have found is that people who are end, end up having less energy via either calorie restriction or um, exercise increase, which then leads to just less, less energy input, really, that leads to a chronic pro-inflammatory state. So it depletes the body of more DHA and the body's having to work even harder. That's why sometimes people in the beginning, when they have PCOS or not, feel better. And then after about two or three months, they don't anymore. And so when you have PCOS and you're already experiencing this chronic pro-inflammatory state, and then you're pushed to pursue intentional weight loss through dieting or whatever you want to call it, it doesn't matter. If you're trying to eat less, that's dieting that leads to a more enhanced chronic pro-inflammatory state. So that's why you don't wanna exercise. That's why you have no motivation. That's why you probably feel pretty down, why your mood is worse. It's why you don't have any energy. It's why you're feeling so tired by the time it hits two to four o'clock in the afternoon. It's why you're feeling irritable. It's not helping you feel better. You're not doing it wrong. It's not the right tool for you. I hope you can connect with this. I think it's really, really important. So when you hear the blanket statement, just lose weight to 
help your PCOS. I hope you have space and energy. (laughs) I know you don't have a lot of energy, but I hope you have space and energy to advocate for another option. I am with you on it. I am fighting alongside you because this is not a tool that is going to work long term for you. All right, it's time to end this episode. But if you would like more information about the work I do in PCOS, go to PCOSandFoodPeace.com. This is a website that shows you the course that I put together for people with PCOS. And again, you can get to all the details at PCOSandFoodPeace.com. During the month of February 2020, I have a 30% off coupon. Enter the code LOVEFOOD, all one word, at checkout. All right, until next time, take care.